Blog Talk Radio. talk show once again. I do have one of those programs where I just interview very unique individuals. There are 10 different vendors that I had an opportunity to interview at the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo that was in Pasadena this weekend, September 15th, 19th, 2012. And they just offer such different perspectives and such different tools and skills that we just sometimes need to break outside of our usual place of comfort or our perspectives and consider if there are realms or ideas, or skills, or inventions that are outside our normal way of looking at things. So what I have done is I've asked each of these individuals who are offering their skills at the expo to first let them know who you, who, how you can contact them, who they are, and then also kind of demonstrate what their skills are by the way in which I, I have them use some of their skills with me. So enjoy the next 90 minutes and... Uh, in, while you are exercising, cooking, driving a car, or just resting while your mind is expanded, tantalized, and entertained. Hello, this is Dr. Carol Francis, and we are at the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo, and I have in front of me a reader, a psychic, and spiritual reader named Sebastian. Hello, Sebastian. Welcome. Good morning. How are you? I'm very good. Tell us who you are and what you do. Well, my name is Sebastian Kulik. Uh, I'm a, what you call the intuitive, but back in the 50s, I was called a sensitive. Ah. So I've been reading for over 55 years. And, <laughs> I've been a master, presence of a master. And I'm from Sacramento, as you well, really well know. I've been reading mostly out of my homes. I've been doing these shows only for 10 years because I would not do them because I thought they were a little bit of risque. Oh, yes. <laughs> but Spirit spoke to me and told me, well, if you want to change it, you have to come down here and speak the word. Nice. So I've been here doing the shows now for about over 10 years or more. But like I said before, I've been reading for over 55 years. So what is it like for you as a, as a psychic and spiritual reader? What, what's it like for you to experience spirits coming in or guardian angels or I mean what what is that experience for you as a human being and to actually? me is uh, no difference because I came up that way. Oh really? Your yes. family was very Yes. I was oh, speaking nice. when I was younger and my mother's church friends would come over and ask me where Sebastian is. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to kinda of calm down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> like most teenagers when I was in my early twenties I tried to get out of it. Because well just being a kid in the 20s, want uh, to do what everybody else do. And it made you too different. I was always around the girls because the girls thought, you know, because I was telling them about the boyfriends and everything. For a while, I thought I was a little bit different. Yeah. <laughs> so I found out that wasn't it. So when I did try to leave and actually left, I got in trouble by spirit. And spirit brought me back the hard way. Mm. So, okay, now... The listeners are going to be wanting to know a reading, and of course, how they can reach you. So, how okay. can they reach you? Well, they can reach me on my website. It's called Herbie50Lee at MSN.com. Can you spell that out? Okay, Herbie, H E R B I E, 50, Lee, the number one. At Got it, MSN.com. Lee, L E E. And the phone number? Yes, please. That's area code 916 
595-4924. For the next few minutes, if you could move into a reading, a reading spirit and attitude, and give a reading either for the room, for the world, for listeners, for me, whatever you're moved to, so that people can get a feel for who you are and how you connect and your and your and your gift to them. There is a lot of bad change, I say, that's going on in the United States and across the country. We're trying to go back, they're definitely trying to go back into the 40s, but the new age and the new age of prayer is changing that. You got, of course, you know, you got the Middle East against the West. Now you got Japan against China. This is something that will be stopped through prayer and through meditation. Mm -hmm. They really don't want to release it because they don't want to release it. Their power, there's only one got power, and that's spirit. Spirit says, let no one, let nobody turn you in the opposite way. But we say by faith, with your whole heart, soul, mind, and body. It will be changed. Before it gets worse, it will definitely, definitely get better. Because the earth will not allow it. Mm, Mother Earth. Mother Earth. Pachamama. In my tradition, one of my traditions, Sebastian, the the angels that you do you connect with angels, spirits, spirit guides, all of the above. How can you enlighten us that those who do not yet talk to their spirits or the spirit guides? How can you enlighten people to be able to resonate with their spirit guides? Okay. Usually, sometimes you say you have a hunch or you have a gut feeling. What we say by spirit is to listen to it much more. Find your quiet spot or your quiet place and go into that and pay attention, especially if you hear it more than two to three times. Uh, it helps you every single time because you say, well, I know I should have made that phone call or I should have went to that party. Well, listen to that because it's actually telling you what it's really like. How do you differentiate fear messages, you know, that are that we programmed that, that limit us or fear messages from guidance? Okay. Well, the fear messages are that you listen to because you'll know it's wrong by the feel of it right off the bat. What's the, what's the wrong, well, what's the you, feeling of wrongness? You get an unsettling feeling, mm -hmm. okay, and you know that it's, well, it's too good to be true, but it's not. And a lot of people will go, okay, well, these things are going to happen, I have this feeling of it today, but what they need to do is pay attention to themselves. And a lot of times, yourself is not wrong. What is right is what we see and what we hear. That is so very wrong. Hmm. Interesting. We always say, by faith. Thank you so much, Sebastian. And again, how can they reach you easily? Uh, well, once again, on my website, it's uh, Herbie50Lee, the number one at msn.com and my phone number is area code 916-595-4924 thank you so much hello this is dr carol francis i'm with a woman named lay l-a lie okay how do they reach you um they can call me on 832-646-3297 or they can send me an email to lie, L-A-I, underscore, U, underscore, 99, at yahoo.com. Now, I know that you are a reader of sorts, but tell me what it is you do. Well, I'm a medium, so that means I channel people, especially people that are on the other side. I'm also a psychic. Um, I'm a pet communicator. Oh. 
I have a book out with Simon and Schuster. The name of it is? Celebrity Cats Tell All, and you can get it anywhere, Barnes & Noble, oh, Amazon.com. Celebrity Pets Tell All, that's great. It's a lot of fun. It's yeah. for all ages as well. Wow. You know, and uh, I won the awards for being the best psychic of 2005 by Houston Congratulations. Jack. Thank you. And the best pet psychic of 2007. So how do you get this designation of best? I mean, what's the... Oh, they uh, go around to checking people in Houston. And then they pick up the few best ones, but you have to be there. The problem is I'm never there. I'm surprised I made it. Okay. And uh, then they vote, and I was voted best. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay. So let's let's do a reading of sorts. Whatever sort of information you want to let them know, so they know what you do. So I have pets that have run away. I have people who have died. Demonstrate, can you? I put you on the spot. Yes, you did. <laughs> But you know, everybody does, don't they? they no. Well, they don't. <laughs> no. They don't say. No, but that's okay. When they come to uh, What happens? Let me explain how I work. For example, pets, normally I ask for a photo. They don't have to bring the, the pets. And I found a lot of pets, actually. Wow. You know, others are on the other side, and the owners are so, you know, so unhappy that they are. And when they talk, and the pets tell them, I'm okay, I'm back in your house. And sometimes they even say, I'm going to reincarnate again. So give me six months or whatever, and they'll start, I'll find you. Because normally the pets find, find the Oh, wow. Uh, with people that cross over, sometimes it's a bit too soon. And they need to find their way around. At the time, people don't even know they are dead, especially when it's a violent death, like a car accident or whatever. And eventually, you know, you can channel them. And um, one of the cases I had, it was um, a woman that the husband died, an elderly woman, like 85, mm -hmm. and they couldn't find the wheel. So her son called me. And I was very lucky because I managed to find the will. So the estate is going to probate, you know, how hard that is. Um, Other times people just want to know if they are okay, if they have a message for them or anything like that. Now, you are a very spiritual person, you know. There was a lot up there around you. But people really love you, you know. They, all the people are there. What's the letter L like, Linda? Oh, she just shifted into a reading here. I just thought it was just so windy. You're I don't know what I'm The letter L. Like my Linda. sister, Linda. Linda, that's what I said, Linda. Yes, she's not passed over. She's no, but alive. she's alive. She's what, alive. What's going on with her? I don't know. Okay, no, you yeah. better pick up the phone and call and I find out if she's okay because that was uh, the first name I heard. Okay. So to oh. her about Linda. Okay. And you see people say, what are you going to do when you do a reading? I have no idea. Isn't that kind of fun? That's a fun part of reading. Exactly, it comes and then you say whatever mm -hmm. it is. It's yeah. also very much of a guidance. Like, for example, people, how should I say? And I, I, I'll give you an example teenagers. Mm -hmm. um, if I see there is a pregnancy, I'm not going to have a kid having another kid. I really scare them. And most of them actually stop having sex. So they end up not getting pregnant mm -hmm. and going to school and all that stuff, you know. So you can intervene after intervene the and This is your path. This is going to be your future, but you can exactly. intervene. Absolutely. Yeah. You can advise them. People that have 
if I see a car accident, you know, I just say drive more carefully, watch out for um, other people because sometimes it's not you, it's somebody else that prints the headlights also. Don't talk on the phone, no text or anything. And people can prevent it. Yes. Or I, that happens a lot, you know, like illnesses. If you know system safe, you tell the person, please go and see a doctor. I'm not a doctor, so I can't treat the person. But every so often you do get this medical intuition. Yeah, absolutely, I do. You know, like people, especially with heart problems or so, I had a woman, I sent her to the doctor. She was very kind and very nice, and she followed it. And she got in, he said, you're not due for a, a checkup in an, for another month or so. And she said, no, I need you to, to check me out. And he said, what should I check out? And he said, she said, my heart. And he said, why? Who told you that? Hmm. Where did you get that idea? And he said, there's a lady that's a psychic. And she told me, well, I wish you would go to psychics. Yeah. Guess what? Skepticism. You know what happened? You're right. He checked her. She didn't leave the doctor's office. They called an ambulance straight to the hospital, triple bypass. If she had... You made a believer of that doctor, didn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, for my number. <laughs> my yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. yeah. I think that that's one thing that I like about that the readings can really be tested. You don't have to sit there and say, oh, gee, I'm a skeptic. Fine, be a skeptic, but they can be tested. Oh, absolutely, you know, and I don't mind. I've been tested over and over again, you know, yeah. and it doesn't bother me at all. But sometimes, okay. one of the problems is that sometimes people don't want to listen to what you tell them. You know, it's their life, their decision. You can only go to a certain point, and then they make their decision. And very often they get back to, to me and they say, you were absolutely right. Okay, now how do people contact you again now that they know your amazing series of Thank gifts? Yeah. 832 or my email, lie, L-A-I, and the score, you like umbrella, and the score, 96. 99 at Oh, wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you. Dr. Carol Francis, I'm here with Nancy Gonzalez, and she has a Reiki crystal therapy. Nancy, thanks for coming here. I want to hear all about this, but first, how will people be able to reach you? Uh, you can reach me on my website. It's www.hhart7.com, or my number is 909-938-7578. Okay, very good. Now, what is it that the Reiki, now I'm a Reiki master, so I know the yes. wonderful healing energy of actually all sorts of different variations of a theme on Reiki. So, um, Karuna and... Yes, yeah, there's so many different healing energies out there, you know, not just the Reiki, but everything else. And um, what I love is the energies from the crystals themselves. It doesn't matter which crystals you have, if all you have is a clear quartz. Like, you can have it do anything that you need it to do. Right. Now, so how do you integrate? I mean, what, why are crystals healing? It's just explain that to our listeners. What is, um, they come from the earth, you know, they come from the earth, they come, you know, from under the ocean, from all different areas, and it's just the energy that's been there that our ancestors have known for years hmm. and years, and they've used them. They use them along with, with herbs and that, and they, you know, so you wonder, how does, what does the Native Americans do? But they use, they've always used crystals. And you go back even further, you go back into Egyptian, you go, you look at how their breastplates, you look at their helmets, the swords, they all have crystals on. It wasn't just decorative? No. Um, and, and are you saying that the energy is natural because it comes from 
to nature? Yes. Or is it spiritual? It's a combination. It's okay. both. It's natural because it comes from the earth, but it's spiritual because once you connect with it, you realize that, you know, they talk to you. There's a lot that they do. Okay. So now you have one in your hand. It's a beautifully polished. It's a lunar quartz. Lunar quartz. Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. The way it I just love the this, interior yeah. and the lines and the, oh, and, and it's the palm of your hand. And it's a, this is a very nice one. And then the incisions, when you see them, at a certain angle in the light, you see rainbows. Oh. oh you see rainbows. A lot of the quartz are like that. So what is what is the message of this crystal that you hold in your hand? Um, this crystal, it was like, I have my uh, girlfriend over here that sells them, and I always buy from her whenever I see her. She always has one special stone that is always waiting for me. Oh, wow. I, my knee was bugging me a little bit, so I picked up the stone, and I could feel the energy go straight to my knee. Oh. So then I'm like, okay, this one is mine. You have to, <laughs> this is the one that you have for me today. And it's just, they're amazing how they work. So how work. do they work? I mean, what, what's the experience? What's the sensation? What's the, real, what's the outcome? Uh, the outcome is that you, you'll feel better depending on what your issue you're trying to work with. You know, some people have a problem with sleeping. I will tell them, put like a malachite or a hematite under, in, in between your pillowcase at night, and it will help you go to sleep. Because I made bracelets like that. I had a girlfriend that she was saying, I... I wake up at night. I go, okay, let me put something together for you. Mm. I did a malachite, labradite, and hematite, and I made her a bracelet. Mm. So when she'd wake up at 1 in the morning, nice. she'd go, oh, wait, I need to put on my bracelet. Within five minutes, she was asleep. Oh, that is amazing. Wow. No, so, okay, I do a lot of teaching people to do soul journeys. Um, uh, so astral projection, going to the Akashic Records, shamanic work, um, remote viewing, just like being able to really understand the journeying capacity of their souls. I love teaching and I love seeing people experience it. My experiences have been amazing. But I would assume that there might be some crystals that might make it easier to, like, separate from your body and do an astral projection or might make it easier to go and talk to spirit guides in the shamanic domains. Yeah, there are different ones. Um, what would you recommend? Kyanite works very well because kyanite works with your fifth and your sixth and your seventh chakra. Okay. So it's working up with all the, the higher chakras that we have. Um, let's see. Oh, celestite is another good one because that one works with a lot of angel energy. A lot of people that, you know, angels are their followers. It's like that works really well with those. So they're all, they're all so nice how they open. Even just the kyanite, I tell people, it's good for your throat because it's a very creative stone. And I tell people it's like whether you're writing books or you have to give a lecture, it's always good to have kyanite because it helps open it up. It helps things flowing. And that, and I remind people, don't forget how you talk to yourself. Oh. We forget about that. We yeah. think communicating with everybody else yeah. and it's ourselves too. Wow. Because I tell people, listen to how you talk to yourself. What do you say? You know, are you saying, oh, I'm so dumb or I'm so forgetful or I'm so. It's like time to use that to stop talking like that. Oh, that's wonderful. Just kind of like that, that moment of consciousness, that mindfulness of what messages the stone becomes the metaphor for. Yeah. Giving yourself this. So it's a metaphor. It's also a frequency or an energy. Mm -hmm. And, um, and she, and, and you know what? She has someone at her table. She must go and rush. And, okay. Here she is. She must oh, go and rush. She'll, she'll come, come by. Okay. She'll come back around. See, we're at this wonderful expo and we want everybody to have the right retail opportunities, folks. And I want you to be able to buy these beautiful stones from this wonderful moment. I have seen these crystals 
and they just radiate on the table over there. And um, how again do they reach you? How do they find out what you have? Okay, they can uh, contact me at my website at www.hhart7.com. Um, my number is 909-938-7578. And uh, next year I'm going to start giving a certification crystal classes. Oh, fascinating. Online? Webinars? Uh, no, in person. Oh, no, you have to do webinars so I can come. <laughs> well, let me know when you do that, and we'll see if we can interview you at the time, oh, and yeah. also allow people to know they can come. Yeah. So tell me about, I broke my ankle. What is stone for broken bones? Let's see. We got halite is a good stone. It's a nice white stone that helps with the bones. Uh, fluorite and stuff. And you put it on your skin. You can color. you can have it around like how um, you can have it by your. You can just hang a little bracelet or something right on your ankle bracelet on my calf. You can have something like that. <laughs> Fun. Yes. Thank you so much. You've been delightful. I hope people will contact you. Soon. Thank you, Carol. Thank you very much. Dr. Carol Francis and I have the wonderful opportunity to be with Keiko Hoshino. I think I butchered that. She's from Happy Science USA. How can they get in touch with you first? Yes, uh, we are located in Pasadena. Telephone number is 626-395-7775. Our website is www.happyscienceallinone.com. One letter. Okay. Dash L A dot O R G. Okay, very good. And we'll have that on the side as yes. well so they can see that. Right. What is this all about? I'm watching you over there. You have hundreds of books over yes. in that section. What yes. is this all about? Happy Science was initiated in 1986 by Master Ryuho Okawa, the Japanese gentleman initiated in Japan 1986. The mission is to bring, unite the world as one. Nice. Oh, nice. Because even though we are different on the surface, uh, Master Okawa indicates we are all one. And we are all children of God. Yeah. And Happy Science mission is to bring, unite all the people, overcoming the differences of race, belief system, or and prepare for the cosmic era because we not we need to unite as an earth citizen uh, in order for us to evolve to the further stage spiritual stage the new age of the spirituality is the, is, is the integration of spirituality and science that's why the name happy science has science because it is actually master oka is trying to prove that the there is a law in the universal laws, and then that law affects every one of us. Mm. But not only the people, but all creatures in this planet. So can you give me an example of some of what the universal laws are that are like, about people being happy? Yes, yes. Mainly there are two laws, the laws of cause and effect, laws of attraction. Mm. And then the, the best way for the all humans to live happily, regardless of Space or whatever the background is, is the fourfold task of love, wisdom, self-reflection, and progress. Love is to give love instead of taking, and wisdom is to study the truth and put it to practice and live in the truth, manifest the truth in your life, and then attain wisdom. And then the reflection, self-reflection, mm -hmm. it's all human beings, they always make mistakes, but it is not, you know, we're not Sinners, we're originally good nature because we are a child of God. 
however, we we are allowed to make mistakes because we have the we, uh, ability to correct our mistakes. And then correcting our thoughts and deeds in the past uh, based on the righteousness of God's uh, criteria, that's what the self-reflection is, is about. And so by correcting our mistakes, we can grow. So that's why the fourth stage is progress. So love, wisdom, self-reflection, and progress. Wow, everybody, nice every Everybody can activate our divine nature by practicing this fourfold path, mm. regardless of what background you have. And it's it's an eternal prog uh, progress because all of us are here to learn and grow, and our purpose of life is to to improve ourselves spiritually and also our uh, the mission is to create a sort of angelic realm on this earth. Oh, nice! Yeah, so, oh, so yes. happy science <laughs> in short words is a school for educating or nurturing angels, producing angels. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. That's what, the, that's what the happy science is. I see this world just more than ever with so much division and hatred. Mm -hmm. You know, divorce rates going mm -hmm. up, and children against parents, mm -hmm. and parents against each other, and country. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. Mm -hmm. As if none of us have the ability to live compatibly. Yeah. It's so sad to me. I know, but it's just that people need to be awakened that they're within their soul, there's a divine nature or Buddha nature, whatever you call it. Mm. But that's a diamond need to be polished yeah. because that's a diamond in brass. And expressed. Uh, yes, and then it's it's usually covered with ego. Mm. So eliminating the act of elimination of these ego is a powerful tool. Is the self reflection. So ego is a little bit. You know, it's like a deception, isn't it? It is. It, it makes you feel powerful. You, you, you have you have a wrong wrong views about life and everything, and the God is always was there to help us. And actually, the, the Master Oka was born in 1956, July 7th. Oh, yes, and then it, it's every, and this was exactly 2,500 years after Buddha was deceased. So he is a reincarnation of Buddha. However, however, his true entity is called El Cantare. El symbolizes light. Cantare is the beautiful land of earth. So the God of us, so the God of part of the God, of, the core part of the God, God of us is residing within Master Okawa, and then he is trying to create a civilization based on the spirituality combined with science, and all humanity will love each other, nurture each other, forgive each other, and support each other, and. And then not denying the modern medicine or science, just right. everything, everything came from one source. Yes. So we, we, everybody has to open their eyes, not just excluding, but including and Beautiful. integrating everything, so that, so all of us can move on to the next phase, yeah. which is the cosmic cosmic era. And do you have like meetings that people come to? Yes, we have we have uh, regular workshops or uh, service every. 
is Sunday. Okay. Usually about today. <laughs> is that what you get today? Today. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, we're closed today because we're at the expo. But usually 11 o'clock on Sundays at Santo Dina. And, and, and I would like to introduce a new film uh, of Papi Science called The Mystical Laws. It is an animated film, but it tells a lot of story about what, what's happening in the current world and what needs to be done in order for us to move into the next phase. I and love then, this. This will reach so many yes, kids. And I know. But even though this is anime, it's for all ages. This is for not just for yes. And, and, and then we have an exclusive show, exclusive showing at in Santa Monica from October 19th, uh, October 19th to Friday, October 19th to 15th, uh, sorry, 25th, yeah. Just one week oh, showing at the, the, at the yeah, Lem oh. Lemway, yeah, oh, Monica Fourplex. So please so, be there oh, to, and then you will ex experience everything that I have is this, is this movie going to be downloadable or on the uh, internet after, also? Well, maybe after the showing, we don't know it's yet. Wonderful. But this is going to be uh, English subtitle because it's originally created in Japan. Okay. And, yes, but the, the nationwide showing in Japan and also worldwide. So, and uh, it, it reveals the secrets of the mysticism and it, all those things. And then not just a fancy world, but it's just focused on the current world issue mm -hmm. and then it contains a lot of vital lessons for everybody regardless of any background. Oh, I so want to see this. This will be fabulous. Okay, so listeners, again, you're going to want to go to Santa Monica, the Lamelli or L-A-E-M-M-L-E -E -E, Theater Fourplex in Santa Monica. And that's between October 19th and October 25th to see a movie, an anime that both you and your children will enjoy. I think the children are the generation yes. we need to hit here called The Mystical Laws. Thank you so much. And again, Thank how you. do people so, contact yes, you? Yes, it's science. no, nothing in between, dash L-A dot O-R-G. Very good. Thank you Thank so you much. So what much. a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. Awesome. I'm Dr. Carol Francis. I'm with Sue Sorensen, and she's the president of a company called Open Airways, and it is not an airplane company. It is a sinus opener. I'm excited about this product. What is this all about, Sue? Well, this product it helps with opening sinuses through acupressure. Nice. So the mechanism helps people. I am actually a sufferer that had this issue all my life, sinusitis, lay down, I get stuffed up at night, and I discovered quite accidentally that if I pressed on a certain place, I actually had a headache, pressed on a certain place on my head, and suddenly my sinuses opened up. Oh, wow. So a little bit of research. What are these places? I yes, want to know. Exactly. And I ended up doing a little research, a little experimentation with you know tennis balls and different sizes and shapes of things to try to apply this pressure. And so we designed this pillow that has balls inside of it. They're actually... I can feel that. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. So it's like a it's a, a, a pillow of about three inches by about twelve, and has little balls all over. Yes, yes. Tell me about this. And you just lay your head down on the pillow, and the balls inside will apply pressure to sinus pressure points that are all over the head. And I got this chart actually from an acupuncturist. That he was not surprised at all that the pillow works. He says, well, yeah, the head is covered with pressure points. Oh, makes sense. So yes, you just and with a little bit of shifting, you can get the 
the pressure applying to the right point, and there the sinuses open just right up. Now, can I do it without sleeping? You know, like right now I'm pressing it against my head. <laughs> it does feel good. It feels yeah. like it activates. It oh, adds like a exactly little <laughs> point is exactly what it is. Yeah. And people that get headaches and tension headaches and sinus headaches, they do it might might do it during the day. But the the best use for the pillow is of course laying down at night and being able to breathe and have your sinuses open up and getting good sleep because of that. Wow, that is a wonderful idea. So now, how do they contact you, Sue? Well, we have a website. It's www.openairwayspillow.com. And phone number? 818-840-9009. Now, you mentioned this is all natural pathic. Natural yes, pathic. it is. It's natural because it is just pressure point, or do you have herbs in this as well? No herbs and no aroma. So if you have any sensitivities to any smells, it's completely non-emitting, so it will not give it off any aroma. And, in fact, the whole thing can be thrown into the washing machine. Last for years because everything's sewn into place. There won't be any shifting of the balls. They won't just bunch up on one side. They stay in place, and you can wash both the pillowcase itself and the whole pillow can go into the washing machine. Wow. So now, uh, what are some of the outcomes that you've that you've heard? Your own story, other people's stories? Obviously, yes. That it's a, For me, of course, the big news is that I haven't had to use nasal sprays or nasal congestion medication for years now that I use the wow. pillow. But we also have people that will write in and tell us whether it's from allergies or from uh, just chronic sinusitis that they, too, are being able to sleep. You get better sleep, you feel better, you're more alert during the day because you're getting that oxygen, oxygenation. <laughs> that's the word. Oxygenation, that's, folks. That's, that's the magic. Of, yeah, right. <laughs> Overnight, and it really helps with clarity. And Absolutely. We also have uh, kind of spotty, but some results with snoring as well. Oh, um, that's the feedback. If your snoring is congestion-related, then you can get exactly, exactly. Yes, okay. there are different causes for snoring but the people that have snoring related to congestion also get some diminishing or elimination based on that wow that's great okay so they sleep on it all night they can sleep on it all night i do yeah just okay. because it it's really i mean people think oh you know it might be a little uncomfortable but it really doesn't it's 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 on top of your regular pillow so there's that give of your regular pillow underneath. But I'll find that it does slide to the side. It's no big deal. If you wake up, you're a little sinusy again. You just put it back in place and get the relief. And back in place means what? Like on your forehead? No, it's right on. The, the, the sinus pressure points are all along the side of your head and okay. along the back of your head. So no matter how you sleep, whether you sleep on your side or on your back, you can put the pillow against the scalp and with just a little adjustment because the pressure points are only about a half to a quarter inch apart. So just the slightest little bit of adjustment will get, will can move it into place where it actually starts to release. You know usually within 15 seconds that you've got a uh, release point because you start feeling the, the shifting inside your head. And how much does this cost? It's only $24.99. Oh my gosh, guys, you gotta come check this out. Thank you so much, Sue Sorensen. And once again, your website is? www.openairwayspillow.com. Wonderful phone number. 818-840-9009. Thanks, everybody. Anybody that's suffering from sinuses, you're only a few balls away. <laughs> oh, boy, that sounded bad. Okay, cheers. Bye. Once again, this is Dr. Carol Francis. I'm at the Mind, Body, Spirit. I think I said that wrong, but Body, Mind, Spirit. There we go. My, body, Mind, Spirit Expo on uh, in September. And I am here with Laura Cazares, and she is a, a 
a life coach of sorts. Laura, tell us who you are, how people can reach you, and then we're going to talk about what it is you do. Excellent. Thanks, Dr. Francis. My name is Laura Cazares, again. Um, I am a transformational coach and a certified dream builder coach. Nice. So how do they reach you? They can reach me on my website, www.lauracazares.lifemasteryinstitute.com, and I'll spell my name, Laura Cazares, L-A-U-R-A-C-A-Z-A-R-E-S. There you go. So now you have the details out. So now, Laura, what is it that you do? How do you transform people's lives? Tell us some stories. You know... People have a longing and discontent in their life, and so I support people in building the life of their dreams. And one of the first first places I go is by asking people, what would you love? And people get really stuck on that because from a very young age, we're programmed not to ask what would we love, but what can we do based on the circumstances we're in. And so I help and support people to define their dreams, so build a blueprint for their dream, bridge the gap, um, and, and get over the obstacles that make people stuck, and then help them actually build their dream through tools, dealing with fears and resentments and those sorts of things, and then get them to a place where they're actually living a life of their dreams, their being in their dreams. Which is just wonderful because you're in your bliss. Even if it's difficult, you're in your bliss. You can deal with the difficulty so much differently than if you feel like you're completely off your track. Absolutely. So, what are, what's a story you can tell me about someone's progression along these lines without violating anybody's privacy or confidentiality? Because I'm sure. really big on that as a psychologist. Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, someone came to me and. and I'll, I'll deal with a specific example. You know, we, we think of the big stories, and they go, yeah, I could never do that. But let me just give you a little example. Okay. Someone called me up, and or well, it was someone called me up, and I said, said I want help with making a decision. And it was, do I buy playoff tickets or not? And playoff tickets are expensive. Yeah. I don't have the money. I said, okay, let's talk about that. Well, what started as a conversation about playoff tickets ended up in a whole new world of what does money mean and why do what are we investing in when we're investing in money. And so it was not about playoff tickets. It was about self-worth and gifts and what that means. And it opened her world beyond a playoff ticket, but into how she loves people and what love, love means to her. So it just unlocked that little door into a whole new place for herself. So, you know, transformation begins with these small steps, and that's where I come in to help people unlock those small doors into greater freedom and possibility in their life. So it's so different talking to an individual about yourself and then having that individual try to look for the different stuck points. How do you sense stuck points or stall outs or walls? I listen to their words. How so? Never, can't, won't. Yeah. You know, the negative words. Yeah. Um, Shouldn't. Shouldn't. Um, I listen. I, I can't listen to energy. I feel energy. I, I, most of my appointments are over the phone, but I can sense energy. Um, I can hear if their vibration is going down or if it's up, if they're uplifted by what they say or, or, or brought down or drained. And so I can, you know, unlock those places if, if 
the energy seems low. I listen to what they think, how they share with me what they think, because before anything's a thing, it's a thought first. And so I go to how do people think, and so I work on thinking. So it all comes from positive thinking. We get what we put out. Beautiful. Okay, how do people contact you? You do phone sessions, internet sessions? I'll give you my phone number, um, 626-652-2557. And again, uh, website, www.lauracazaris.lifemasteryinstitute.com. Beautiful. That's so clear. Thanks, Laura. I really appreciate it very much. So, folks, don't stay stuck. No way. And get someone else to help you if you need to. Absolutely. It's just a, it's just a call away with Laura. Thanks. Dr. Carol Francis, once again, and guess what? We have Marilyn St. Pierre. She's third-generation intuitive Reiki master, author, and spiritual artist. And she has a lot to tell you about a new book and her readings. Welcome, Marilyn. I'm so glad you could join me for the show. Um, now, who are you and how can they contact you? My name is Marilyn St. Pierre, and I'm a Sixth Sense Intuitive Clairvoyant, first of all, author, artist, and spiritual, doing spiritual artwork. My phone number is 702-724-1494. I work by phone and email also and in person. I also have another cell phone number, which is 808-294-6797 from Honolulu, Hawaii. And you do Internet and Skype? Yes. I have website, www.readforyou.com and lotushonolulu.com. Oh, I like this, readforme.com. That's yes. simple and to the point. Nice word. <laughs> Marilyn, so what is, what is it like to be a reader of, and clairvoyant? I mean, do you like to hear people's thoughts and ideas without voluntarily? Well... Or, I'm the third generation, so my mother and my grandmother were all intuitive, and I'm the only girl with six brothers, so I inherited that gift from the age of 10, I was seeing clairvoyantly, and most of my readings come through clairvoyance, clairaudience, and clairsentience, so I'm using the three senses all at the same time. I also channel some mediumship work, too. I bring messages from loved ones from the other side, I tell you your life challenges, uh, work on love, relationship, business, finance, um, health. I do a scan. I've been on television doing medical intuitive also. So I do health scans. And I teach workshops on how to develop your intuitive ability. Okay, so let's do a demonstration, either with me doing a read or some read you think that the reader, the listeners might be wanting to do. She's looking very different, guys. She tunes in. I'm making her self-conscious and laugh. But... You know, we're on radio, it's hard to know. But well, I like to start out, first of all, with the birthday, because that gets me in. Okay. And, and that tells me what your life challenges are. Well, the first vibration you came in on was the seventh vibration, which is your spiritual. You're very mental. You're up in the head a lot. And you're always analyzing things around you. And you're, um, But your main purpose is the mystic. You're interested in all the magical, mystical things of life. And your birthday was what date? Seven two fifty five. The two, which is the teacher. So you're the emotional person, you're the teacher, you're the mother figure, the nurturer, and you've had some challenges with mother issues and things like that. Mm. And communication is your thing. Two is the communicator, the person who wants to be understood, the person who needs to be heard. So the people running with that vibration came on the planet to work on their emotional self and to work with 
teaching, communicating, putting it out there, and not being afraid in relationships to get the other person to understand you. So communication is very important to me. If people don't understand you or communicate with you, you'll walk away from them. It's that simple. You wow. want to be understood. People like, why I am, yeah. huh? I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> you want to be understood. You want to be heard. You want people to connect with you. You're all about communication. It's important to you. And your birth year? 55. Well, that's a lady of many challenges, many changes. Mm. You get bored easily. It's got to be change, change, change. You get restless. You want to be on the go. You want to travel. You want your freedom to do the things you need to do. And freedom is very important to you. Five vibrational people, and you have double five. So you want to be out there doing everything you need to do without anyone telling you you can't do it. But the travel thing is very important. To you. Okay, I just broke my ankle. How does that fit into the whole equation? Is you because that's going to slow you down. When when things like that happen, that means you felt stuck in what you were doing. And this, and a lot of times your guides will create these scenarios. Some people, like I just worked with a lady who fell, and she wanted to quit her job, but she did. She wanted to retire, and she didn't know how to retire. Well, she slipped. I saw her slipping oh. and falling. I said, my guide just told me you slipped and fell. And she said, well, why did that happen? I said, because you were stuck and you didn't know how to get out. So they created a situation, so you had to retire. <laughs> so a lot of times they'll do that to push you into the next phase of your life. Now, do you see people's angels or spirit guides? I feel the guys. I see them. I channel them in portraits and things like that. Oh, you do drawings? Yeah, I do uh, spiritual art. And I don't use a brush. I use my hands only. Oh, this is what I'm seeing right here. This beautiful, beautiful collection of art. This is an angel. How do I hold this? This way. This way. That's an angel. Oh, my gosh. Look at the energy. It's fiery. Yeah peaceful, dynamic, and powerful. But you, a lot of times when we have accidents, it's not bad. It's good because what it says is it's pushing you to the next level to slow down and to focus on something you love doing. And so what you're doing now is good work. You're talking, you're interviewing others, you're bringing it information. You're the communicator. So you're bringing the information out to others. And that 1955 adds up to 20 which is yeah. another two. So you're the teacher. You're the communicator. So your your job is to get the word out there and help others. I love to hear people's narratives and stories like your yeah. own. And get them out there. I do. Get them out there. And get guess what you add up to? Out there. Number 11, oh, which is a master. Another two. Oh, oh my gosh. Two, two, two. Oh, my gosh. You're all about talking. That's, my, that's also one of my, uh, oh, my gosh, that's one of my uh, uh, emails. Oh, how funny two, is two, that? Two, two, two. That's your vibrational <laughs> number. And 11 is a master. So you're a master in your body. The 11, the one means one with God. I know. I am here to connect. I see. I know. I understand. I feel. And that's your vibration. And and it's important for you, for people to treat you with respect. And you find yourself in this lifetime telling people, I know. You don't have to tell me. I know. The 11s know because you're master. You cannot be divided. You're very fixed. You're the leaders. You're the coordinators. You're the people who organize and bring people together. And you're the creators. Number one is creation. So you're always creating new ideas. You're coming up with new projects to help others. By the day. Communication. <laughs> you're all about talk and communication. That's why you're doing what you're doing. Exactly. Two, 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 which is six, which is love. You're doing everything out of love. Three twos is six. Six is the heart. Six is the emotion. So you feel everything. 
and you care for others, you love people, and you're all about love. You came here to give love and share to others. Thank you so much for asking. Now, now, folks, you have just listened to one of her reads. We just met down the hall seconds ago, so feel free to call her. Get, it's very interesting. You use a lot of numerology in your read well, with me. That's it it opens portals for me. Okay. It opens like portals, and then I start downloading the information. Oh, got it. So, you know, for some people, they use the tarot cards. I don't need the, the cards. Mine is all seeing, hearing the numbers and clicking into the Akashic Records. Oh, and I love the Akashic Records. Oh, my god. And that's gosh. why I was downloading about you. Oh, beautiful. I love yeah. the Akashic Records. And what your purpose was and what your life challenges were. How can they reach you again, Marilyn? Marilyn, 702-724-1494-808 is always with me. 808-294-6797. That's my cell phone. I always carry that one with me. How can they read about you? Online, www.readforyou.com. And R-E-A-D number four and the letter U dot com. And www.lotushonolulu.com. You have no excuse. You now know exactly how to reach her. She's a delightful woman with beautiful artwork. Make sure to tune in to her. Thank and you And my so new much. book. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. Tell me about this the new book. The new book coming out. Oh, this is amazing. 22 psychics from around the world. We're raising one million for charity, for eight charities around the world. And the authors uh, all wrote a chapter in the book, and the mystery author is Neil Donald Walsh from Conversations with Not God. Not mystery anymore. You now know. And all the endorsements, uh, great bestseller authors like The Secret. You can go on Facebook and find it, The Light, and say you like it. It's coming out on World Peace Day, and the other authors are from um, Conversations with God. Let's see who are the others. The Secret. The Secret. Jack Cantor. Sacred Contract. Oh, yes. Um, Chicken Soup for the Soul. To Jack Cantor. All of them are coming out endorsing this book. It's awesome. And and, and how do they find you? How do they They find me in Honolulu, one of the, the ladies from Spain. She walked into my store and got a reading, and everything happened that I told her. Wow. And she called me and said, I want you to participate in this book and represent Hawaii. And so I'm representing the state of Hawaii. But there's never been a book that's been written with psychics and intuitives and clairvoyants from all over the world. And we're all from different areas. I love this idea. And this book is happening. They already have over 3,000 likes on Facebook. It's, people are pre-ordering the book already. It's called The, the Light. Light. And so you can see, find it on Facebook, and you can see all the endorsements. You can see all the people who are the contributors of the book, and they're coming out with book two, and I'm already written my chapter oh, for book two. Oh, that's nice. Yes. Oh, that's wonderful. It's going to be a big book on the market. Carolyn, thank you so much. Thank you, audience, for listening, and I love you all, and have a wonderful day. She knows the stage you, by the way. <laughs> I'm back with Marilyn, Marilyn St. Pierre, and she has a book that I think you'd be interested in knowing about. It's called The Healing Journey of Spiritual Art, and I wrote it in 2006, but in 1993, I am not an author, I'm not an artist, and I just started painting at that time. You are now. I am now, but I started painting crazily. My first piece looked like Jesus or Rasputin. Everybody said, that looks like Jesus. That looks like Rasputin. scared me so much I hid it because I didn't want people to think, well, how could she do this? Because she never painted or took any formal training. So I hid it in my closet. And every time I took it out, the piece said, come on, you can do more of these. Look at what you just did. So I started painting hysterically in 1993. I had 100 paintings. 
And then in 2006, my guide said, time to do your book. And a man walked into my store and he said, I help people publish their books. They brought him right to me. And my book talks about anybody can do this. All they have to do is get out of their way and they can write their and own book. And how does it heal? It heals you through getting rid of your fears, getting out of your way, allowing yourself to be the creator of your own, not judging yourself, non-judgmental. That's the most important thing. Mm -hmm. Because you know how people look at their painting and they say, oh, nobody will like this, it's ugly. No, you don't do that. You get rid of that judgment of yourself. You learn to love what you do and you, what you create. So it teaches people to love themselves, to get past their fears of being judged, and also to allow themselves to be the creator and love what they do. And the colors are healing. And it's using your hands, the vibration of your hands, not a brush. So you're not inhibited by holding a brush. And it's the energy that works with you. And your guides can come through your hands and help you create. And I teach these workshops at the Ganesha Center in Las Vegas right now. And people are amazed who have never painted a thing in their lives. The beauty that they're able to express. Yes. And they're, they're like, how did I do this? I have no formal training in art. And I said, that's the beauty of the healing journey. You're healing. It's your healing journey. And the beauty of the expression of a free soul. Oh, yes. It's beautiful. Oh, yes. And that's what we're all here to do. We're all creators. Oh, we all can create. Again, how can they reach you? 702-724-1494. That's my home. And my cell is 808-294-6797. Online, R-E-A-D, number 4, and the letter U, dot com. Read for you, dot com. Lotus, Honolulu, dot com. Thank you, and aloha. Aloha. And what's so wonderful about the Body, Mind, Spirit Expo is I meet just all sorts of different people who have different sorts of messages to get across. And, and it's an opportunity for you to hear the potpourri of things that might fit you. And I met Donna and Larry Whalen, W-H-E-L-A-N-D, I am told. No D. No D. No D. Just Sorry, Whalen. Whalen. And they bring or represent the book called The Urantia. Urantia book. Isn't that great? U-R-A-N-T-I-A book. And tell us first, Larry and Donna, who you are and what you're all about and how people can contact you. And then we want to hear the information you want to share. Okay, well, I'm, I'm Larry Whalen, and I found the book in 1975, and I've been reading it and studying it ever since. We've had study groups at our house. I've gone to other study groups. Uh, I probably read the book from cover to cover, and it's 2,100 pages long. Nice. I've read it about 20 times. That, and every time I read it, I see something new. And what the book purports to be is the fifth epical revelation about God and our relationship to God and it uh, what really attracted me to it was the fact the fourth section has the life and teachings of Jesus there's 700 pages of his life and teachings and uh, when I saw that I had to buy the book I couldn't put it down and that was 1975 and that's when I didn't use my visa card or credit card then like you do now all the time so I wandered around the store a while longer, and then I uh, had to go back and put it on my credit card. So uh, It called to you. It called to me. And when I started reading it, I couldn't put the book down. So 56 days later, I had read it from cover to cover. I didn't know whether the first part was true or not, but the last part I did because 
I was pretty familiar with the four Gospels in the Bible and pretty much keyed my, my religious uh, ideas on Jesus and his teachings. So that, it was so beautiful. So I read it again. And after I finished, about six months later, uh, my ex-wife, who was a Jehovah's Witness, said that uh, it's a book of the devil. Don't read it. So I read it for the... the controversy th of dogmatism. There we go. So I read Sorry. it for the third time, just asking one question. Am I being deceived? Is this the book of the devil? And when I got done, I was thoroughly convinced that this is a revelation. And it's not a book of the devil. So, Nancy, I mean, Donna, oh, gosh, there we go. Donna, what, what's your take on this book as well? Okay, I'm Donna Whalen. I'm Larry's wife. And I first found the book, which is one of the reasons I volunteer at these type of expos. I first found the book at the Whole Life Expo in Pasadena in 1993. And since that time, I've been reading it or going to study groups or having study groups in my home. When I was a single lady, I had them by myself. And I'm now married to Larry, who I met at one of the group girls, in case you're looking for good men out there. And, <laughs> and we all know how hard that is to find. I didn't know this is going to be a Don't we, women? <laughs> Don't we, women? Anyway, uh, so I've been reading it and going to conferences and going on vacations with the Urantia book people. I love the people. I love the book. It harmonizes science, religion, and philosophy. I'm interesting. And indeed, the last 750 pages of it are about the life and teachings of Jesus, and you're going to hear about his life day by day, as if you were listening to some witness that was there, who was there, which supposedly it was recorded by angels. And these are the angelic uh, transcripts in the life and teachings of Jesus section of the book. It's a wonderful book. It answers any questions you might have had or might have been wondering about concerning God, your relationship to God, the purpose of life, etc. I love it. That's so great that you're here advocating it. What are some of the axiomatic truths that this book uh, shares with readers? Well, it's, uh, it has many of the quotes that are in the Bible, like uh, one of the quotes right here, Be you perfect even as I am perfect. That's reported from God. And this is one of the quotes right off in the first paper in the, the book. So, but it has a lot of other stuff, like it says, uh, truth, beauty, and goodness are divine realities. Ah. God is not mocked, for whatsoever a man sows, that shall he reap. So we're going to be accountable for our, for our, our actions in this world, and uh, we need to do what's right. What, what God's, I always thought that we needed to do God's will, and what is good God's will? God's will is doing what is truthful, what is beautiful, what is uh, good. About yourself yes. as an individual. Right. Um, what are some axiomatic truths that you love to embrace, Donna? Well, all of the above um, that Larry just said. I think one of my most favorites is love is the desire to do good to others. That, to me, is the greatest all-encompassing definition of love that I've ever found, and that is in the Urantia book. Love is the desire to do good to others. So if you feel like you have a desire to do good to others, that's, that's love, and that's what God wants us to do. We are here to evolve our souls. We, do, we will have life eternal as we continue to choose to evolve our souls. All of us are children of God. I mean, think of it. If God is our Father in heaven, 
Well, of course, we're all his children, no matter what race, color, creed, etc., or even religion. And uh, it's all about ascension and evolution. Uh, there's a there's a bumper sticker that's kind of funny, which we like. It's called uh, "In the Beginning, God Created Evolution." <laughs> that's the Urantia book bumper sticker. <laughs> Uh, one thing one thing interesting, Carol, when we first got when I first got got the book, after I had read it several times, I went out and bought cases of the books to give to people. Wow, how did they respond to and that? And uh, you know, maybe some maybe one out of a hundred hundred books might have read the book. Who knows, you know? So that's not the way to do it, you know. And it's it's when you give this book to somebody and you say it's twenty one hundred pages long, read it, I, you you get really turned off real quick. Yeah. So Donna, several years ago, we were working a, a, a booth in Monrovia at the uh -huh. street fair, and next next to us was the Baha'is, and they had these little scrolls of saying of the Baha'u'llah or whatever it's Baha'u'llah. <laughs> and uh, so we said we'd like to do that. And Donna came up with the idea of making spiritual vitamins, which is one quote. So now we come to these whole life expos and our body, mind, and spirit expos. And we hand these out just to get your attention. That's what and, you did. You got my attention with it. And everybody will take one of these. They'll read one sentence. They're not going to take a 2,100-page book. So this is our, our mechanism. And then we give them a copy of the table of contents, which uh, there's so much truth in there. If you see something and you're ready, are really a truth seeker, you're going to want to check the book out. So, I don't have my reading glasses yeah. on too well, but you, it talks about the history, the life, the teachings of Christ, the local universe. Oh, interesting. The central and the super universe. Yeah, Give that, me a brief... Well, it, start, it starts right off with uh, God the Father. The first five chapters are on God and our relationship to God and how he created each one of our personalities and how he upholds the universe. And then it just marches right down to the sun, to the spirit, to the different angelic orders. This book has more on angels than I've ever written in my life. Oh, beautiful. So if people are interested in angels, they should get this book. And their relationship with God. Mm -hmm. And so, Donna, who is the reported author of this book or authors of this book? Uh, well, I think the short answer is celestial beings. Uh, there's a longer answer uh, about how the book came about. And it came about through... Well, it's a big, long story, but we have a pamphlet called The Origins of the Urantia Book at our booth for anybody who's more interested in it. There's a man named Meredith Sprunger who wrote a book, a whole book about the origins. So another little bit longer story is that information came through to this group of people who were meeting in a psychiatrist named Dr. Sadler's home in Chicago back in the 20s and 30s. Uh, all of the information was finished coming through around 1934 or 36? 34. 34. And then the people, only the, the only people that had this information were those people that were visiting and talking about spiritual matters and important matters of the time in Dr. Sadler's home. There were doctors and, and psychiatrists and teachers and ministers of all sorts and ordinary people as well, not professional, not all professional. They were discussing things of importance. And then they got this information. This information came to them. And so the only people that knew about it back in those days were just this group of people, about 70 of them. They would discuss it among themselves, and then they finally decided they wanted to print it up into a book. 
So they put all of these papers together into a book and got the funds. They put, they generated the funds to print it, but it wasn't really printed until after World War II because it was too expensive with the metal pipe set, et cetera, and they needed all that metal for the war, I guess. So finally the book was put together in 1955. It was first published for the public in 1955. So. My birth year, so that's very timely. I thank you so much for opening up the eyes and ears of people. And again, how can they reach you and find out more about this? Well, one thing we do is we make these spiritual vitamins. The last eight years we've made 180,000 spiritual vitamins nice. to hand out nice. and to nice. give to the missionaries. They've taken them to every continent on, in, in the world except uh, South, uh, South Pole. <laughs> And uh, we have a website. And we have a website. So if you uh, want to know more about that or the Urantia book, it, the website is www.urantia. Vitamins with an S. dot org. And, and you can go to that site, and you, there's a contact. You can put, if you want to know anything about the book. There's something in there that tells you all about the book, or there's a contact that you can contact us. To. And do you have a phone number that you feel comfortable sharing with listeners? Uh, you know, we get so many phone calls. There we go. Let's I don't think so. <laughs> okay. So Urantia, spiritualvitamins.org, and I will have that written down on the radio show. Thank you so much, Don and Larry, okay. for enlightening okay. us. Thank you. I look forward to reading the book you gave me. Okay. This is Dr. Carol Francis again at the Body Mind Expo, and I'm here with Dr. Terry Brussels, and she's a PhD and she's a certified clinical hypnotherapist. How do people get in touch with you, They can get in touch with me by calling 800 Goal Now, G O A L N O W, 4625669. My web address is www.acesuccess.com. Now, what is it you do that you help people with? What's your. Well, I created the seven keys to self-actualization for growing physically, mentally, spiritually, to reach your highest potential in every area of your life. And what are these seven keys? Well, we start with the basics of self-hypnosis so that you can give yourself suggestions that will help you to accomplish your goals. And that includes heightened sensory awareness, emotional awareness, control and expression, decision-making, and the ability to use self-hypnosis. Okay. Then we have the copper key, which is memory. That's photographic memory, speed reading, recording a lecture or a symphony in your mind, mm. being an excellent student, or even developing the ability to use a math intuition to immediately see a math problem and solve it. And you teach people and, how to do this. Mm -hmm. And wow. then creativity. That's the silver key, to become inspired at will every time you look at an audience, a blank writing page or a blank canvas to paint, uh, to be a great speaker. Then there's the gold key, which is health and rejuvenation and weight release, being a better athlete, slowing down and turning back the aging process for healthy longevity. Then we have the ruby key, which is for relationships. I'm a fourth-generation matchmaker as well as a hypnotherapist. Oh, is that right? <laughs> I have the oldest introduction service in Southern California for most of 40 years. Oh, my goodness. I There's have no idea. I have no idea. So I have a complete way for choosing, finding, attracting your own best match 
for being in a great relationship with the person you're already with. Ah, nice. Then we have the diamond key, which is success, and that's removing all blocks to success, allowing you to communicate in a way that really gets through, that allows you to double or triple your close rate using such things as neuro-linguistic programming and goal setting, time management. We always put the nuts and bolts along with the hypnotic suggestions. That's why we do both coaching and hypnotherapy. Nice. And then there's, of course, the platinum key, which is psychic development, spiritual healing, learning about your life mission, all of the spiritual things. Because, of course, this expo is mind, body, and spirit. Yes, that's right. So you fit right in. So how is it you go about doing this? Are or, or your primary keys? Or do you interact with people? Or oh, I interact with people. I teach them self-hypnosis. I'm the, uh, the person who made telephone hypnosis popular. And I have hypnotists and coaches in 23 states, Canada, and the U.K., using my system of hypnotherapy and coaching by telephone nice. and Skype. Nice. So we really can reach people. And you, so you you help collect these these therapists, train them, right. equip them, and then you help promote them too. I help them learn how to promote that. themselves, market themselves, how to do expos like this one to yes. help them to market themselves. Yes. We also guarantee in writing 25 client leads and referrals every week if they decide to work with us, and we're the only ones who do that. That's nice. Okay. So now, if someone's coming to you for help, what's typical complication that people seek you out for? Well, they might be seeking me out for a complication, or they might be seeking me out for growth. People right. don't have to have a problem to come to me. And anything they do come to me with that is a challenge in their lives is merely the door they're entering through. Anybody who wants to stop smoking or lose weight or do any of those other things can also benefit from developing a sharper mind, being healthier, being more successful, being in a better relationship. Whatever it is they want to do, I can help them to do it for themselves. Now, what are your tools to get them there? Well, the tools include hypnotherapy, life coaching, business coaching, nutritional supplements if they need those. We work with the whole person, body, mind, spirit, and finances. I don't leave those out. That's very important. People need to grow physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and financially so they can get what they want out of life. And that's what I help them to do. How long have you been doing this? Since 1969. Passionate about it? I am passionate about it. I love what I do. And you did a seminar here. What was your seminar on? I did two seminars. One was on Discover Your Life Mission, and the other one was on Health, Wealth, and Rejuvenation. And when in, when people discover their mission, what, what helps them hone in on it and know that that's their calling? Well, frequently they'll find it was something they loved to do when they were a child or a teenager, something they were passionate about in their early 20s something they would do even if they won the lottery tomorrow. That's frequently their life mission. That's what they're here to accomplish. And do people follow that, or do they say, nah, I can't do it? I well, mean. some people decide to follow it as their life's work, as a place they actually make their living. Others decide to do it as a hobby or avocation of some kind. But you can accomplish your life mission either way. Either it's your way to make your living, or it's your way to love the living that you are doing. And what is it for you? For me, it's both. I, yeah. I make my living doing what I love most. I can tell. Okay, so how, again, do people contact you? They call 800-GOAL-NOW, G-O-A-L-N-O-W, 462-5669, or 
or they can find me on the web at www.acesuccess.com. That's acesuccess.com. Beautiful. Thanks so much for your time. Dr. Carol Francis, we're sitting here with Matt Toussaint. I want to say Toussaint, but Toussaint is what we'll say. He's a master guide, and he calls himself a modern shaman. And since I have studied shamanism for well over 20 years, I'm really looking forward to know how you got into this, what it's all about. But first, how did they contact you? Okay, um, my name is Matt Toussaint, and you can contact me through my email at, uh, with Modern Shamanism. So that is my name, Matt. Dot Toussaint, and I'll spell that for you. It's T O U S S A I N T at modernshamanism.org. And, and you can also give me a call. Uh, my phone number is 518. I am local to uh, the Pasadena, California area, but the uh, area code on my phone is still in New York. I just moved out here. So oh. my, num <laughs> my number is 518-701-3685. So what is it you do for people? What, what do I do for yeah. people? Okay, so as a master guide with Modern Shamanism, um, my role is to guide people through whatever challenges that they're facing um, while they're taking the Modern Shamanism course. So very specifically, I am addressing concerns with doubt. I'm addressing concerns with people's ability and capacity to allow themselves to connect with things spiritually, allow themselves to connect with the spiritual world, to allow themselves to essentially be who they are, to become, in, in a sense, their own guide, right? And so the way that the modern shamanism community is set up is that each each master guide runs a community. They, they, they are the, the, the leader of the community. And the community is part of the global community of modern shamanism, which is accessible through a membership program. And the training in modern shamanism is a, a year-long course that takes people through everything that a traditional shamanic apprenticeship takes them through, but designed for the modern world. So my role is to be a guide as people go through that whole process. So really it's whatever people bring to me. So how did you get into this? Because I, I mean, I know my own calling in uh -huh. terms of going into shamanism as clinical psychologist, but what was your calling? How was your process? Right. What went on? This is a fun story. Oh, um, yeah, okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> really, really it came from a, a sudden spiritual awakening. So when, when I was uh, a teenager, I... Uh, spent a lot of time outside. I was really connected with the, the wilderness. My family was also really into camping and stuff. And so when I was about 17, I was doing, you know, kind of an overnight outdoor just time to go outside. But up, up until that point, you know, I really didn't have a kind of spiritual sensibility. You know, I guess I was kind of normal or, or typical or whatever, just living my life, you know, just figuring things out. And But that night, I had a mystical awakening, an experience of God, an experience of spirit and of other. And it literally changed, I mean, 100% of my life, of my thinking, of my understanding, of my philosophy, of what was real, what wasn't real, what then became possible, right? And so at, at 17, I didn't have a, a context. I didn't have a, a container to, to, to hold all of that, right? So I started searching, like, what, what really happened? I wouldn't call at that time I wouldn't have called it a, a shamanic experience because I didn't know what shamanism was 
so the journey led me through a number of different spiritualities, a number of, you know, psychology, and then I ended up studying anthropology in college, and, you know, was introduced to shamanism that way, and, you know, it still didn't really resonate, but I was continuously searching until, um, about four years ago, I went to the Amazon to experience shamanism, and I had many different, you know, reasons. Yeah, it was it was amazing. And so then that experience, it was Peru. Right. It was a Peru outside of Iquitos. Right. Okay. Really awesome. And and so that ended up being like another awakening. And then suddenly now this kind of container called shamanism is what started making sense to me. And then so my life started making sense through that, you know, through the container of shamanism or through the experience of shamanism. And it was from that point that I started developing a relationship with uh, the master shaman who created modern shamanism. And his name is Hamilton Souther. And he is Hamilton Souther. Yep. He's the founder of modern shamanism, and he, uh, in his 20s, went to the Amazon and went through the traditional apprenticeship with master Amazonian shamans. He became a master shaman himself, and he started a shamanic retreat center, and he started working with many, many people, locals, and Westerners. And out of that work, he you know, realized that people in the West were missing a kind of spirituality that was able to integrate and, and help them kind of navigate the entirety of, you know, this complexity that we call modern life. And the traditional shamanic practices and worldview, they it's not that they weren't powerful or effective, but there was a lot of loss of meaning in the translation from the mythologies and the stories and kind of the general cultural, you know, sensibilities or perspectives of people living in the jungle and then all the way up here to people living in modern, urban, you know, kind of Western cultures. And so the shamanic experience in traditional cultures and then bringing it back into the modern world became very challenging for many of the people who were experiencing the shamanism. And so he developed modern shamanism to specifically address that, to bridge that gap, and then to create a practice that is then offered to modern people. So it, it literally is a tradition of shamanism that is that is new and is born in the West and for the West. So what is... so? Some people who don't know anything about shamanism, yes. when you keep referring to like it's a container, it's like an experience, like a collection of... So what is shamanism? That's a great question. Um, I think if you asked, you know, different shamans, they might have a different really? yeah. answer, right? So, um, another thing, what is life? For me... For you and the people that you guide. Yes, okay. Um, so the, the easiest way to talk about it is to say that shamanism is an exploration of consciousness. And it is an exploration of any and all states of consciousness. And so by consciousness, we mean a a state of being. And so that literally means everything that is in life. So the physical world, the room that you're in right now, the, the experience of listening to this interview is a state of consciousness, right? Where your thoughts are and where your emotions are at any given time is a state of consciousness. So what you're thinking about and what you're feeling while you're listening to this interview becomes a, a single expression of consciousness. When you go to sleep, it's a state of consciousness. When you interact with your loved ones or your family or your friends, that is a an expression of a very unique and specific state of consciousness. And so what shamanism does, or what it is, is the tools and the, and the capacities to learn how to navigate 
that consciousness with great efficacy and personal empowerment. And so traditionally, when you have, you know, a shamanic culture, the, the shaman, kind of one of the hallmark facets of the shaman is his or her journey or entrance into an altered state of consciousness, right? So someone in a traditional society brings them a problem and say, I have this physical illness that I need healed. And that physical illness, from this perspective, is looked at as a state of consciousness. And so then the shaman will explore that state of consciousness, and they will understand that state of consciousness, and then they will guide themselves and the person into a new state of consciousness. And that new state of consciousness would then be the physical illness being healed. And so then that is, you know, in essence, the solution, right? And so classically, the shaman moves to the spirit world and then back into, you know, the everyday reality. And all of that is looked at as movements in and through different states of consciousness. Is it at all similar to channeling or doing readings, just like in readings or talking with angels and guides, which yeah. we see here today at the mind, you know, mind, yeah, yeah. body mind expo? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'd say it's, it's very similar. Um, I think one of the things that distinguishes shamanism is that like for instance people who, who channel or, or are, are mediums for other spirits the spirit comes completely into their body and in a sense takes over or occupies a certain kind of position within their consciousness and that's well said right. occupies a certain space within their consciousness right, right. and in, in shamanism the autonomy is never given to the spirit it is always in the, in, with, found within the shaman themselves, right? So they still work with spirit guides, they still communicate with spirit guides, but the spirit guides don't necessarily occupy their, their physicality or their, their psychic or mental space in the same way that a channeled spirit or a mediumistic spirit. So that can look more chaotic. And, and sometimes you hear stories about like the channels or the mediums not even knowing what the spirit said you know, after they, they do the reading. And in shamanism, it's, it's not like that. The spirit is, is kept in a certain kind of space where, you know, the, the, uh, the consciousness, yeah, exactly. They either visit or they, I mean, they can still bring them into their consciousness, but it doesn't like totally take, take over. In a sense. Okay. And, and like a lot of the, the possessions or the channeling that right. like put a right. person's unconscious state. Right. Right. So, um, give us an example of some of the treatments that you give people. Sure. Shaman. Sure. Okay. I mean, I know what I do, but I wonder right. what you do. <laughs> right. Right. Um, so what I find is that in modern shamanism, people often express a lot of doubt about what's real and what's not. And so that looks, you know, it looks many, many different ways. Right. And even after having something done to them, right, where let's say they came to me. So here, here's, a, here's a very specific example, yeah, someone okay. with, with depression. Right? Okay. So modern shamanism has a very specific way of working with individuals. and. We do a classic shamanic journey with them, take them to a space, and what we do is that we, we look at the entirety of their structure, their whole being, in one expression, a, a geometrical symbol, right? And so in the journey, you go to a space where you're able to look at that and see that whole thing. And so what you do is you find within that structure, that geometry, where the spirit of depression is and what it's connected to in their life, and from that reading or from that view, you can then offer the solution. So if it's, you know, maybe tied to 
certain kinds of sleep patterns or it's a certain kind of diet or maybe different people in their lives or, you know, things like that, different different habits that they have that you can then address that specifically. And then so what you do is you work with that structure with the person to then remove the spirit of depression and then put the structure back together so that, that it's no longer there, but something else is there in its place that then supports their integrity or supports their, their wholeness or their highest self. I think this is the first time I've ever heard shamanism and soul retrieval and um, soul extraction or, or things of that sort talked in almost in terms of sacred geometry. Well, right. And that this is <laughs> that what... Is a really interesting invention. Right, it is. Wow. And it's unique to modern shamanism. I had never heard it before, but these are some tools that are they're specific and unique to, to this practice. Books that they can read about this. Okay. The, it's not out yet. Your book? No, I, I don't have a book yet. Oh, we have to get you to have a book. I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> okay, right? good. I'm, I'm, I, have a, I have a title kicking around. But the, is the founder... Is there a PDF of yours that they can have access to yet? Well, I have... Um, my personal website is uh, www.shamanicevolution.org, shamanicevolution.org. And so you can go there and check that stuff out. Um, I have a, a blog on there with some writings and things, so you can look at that. Okay. Um, but it's... I'm a young man, so I haven't got to the point of like <laughs> writing my book. But but I will say I, I do want to point everyone to um, to Hamilton Souther, who is the founder of modern shamanism, and he he's writing a book, and it's gone through, if not the last, very close to the last edit, and it's going to tell his story, and it's going to all like you know be focused on on modern shamanism and shamanism in the modern world. So um, when that is out. I will uh, put that on my website. I'll make sure that you can you can find it. But definitely look for it. It's coming soon. And then also just visit the website and visit my personal website. And uh, you know. So if a person wants to contact you, in just a moment we're going to have your contact information. But if a person wants to contact you, what issues or what are they looking for when they reach out to you? Well, well it depends on them. Really, really whatever, whatever you want addressed can be addressed in shamanism. And so I think maybe there's two kind of avenues that I would I would take this. If, if someone is looking for the actual training and the practice, then I, w- I would say consider the membership, and then you can join my community through there, and then I will hold the role of, of your guide within that community. If you want something specific, you know, something specific uh, addressed, like, I don't know, you know, depression or, you know, really, like, whatever, then you can just, you know, we can just work with that in kind of the ways that we were talking about here. Okay. And your contact information is again what? Okay. My contact information is email is matt.toussaint, that's M-A-T-T dot T-O-U-S-S-A-I-N-T at modernshamanism.org. And that's modernshamanism, S-H-A-M-A-N-I-S-M dot O-R-G. Thank you so much for your time, okay. Matt. Thank you. I, I appreciate really it. It's a really interesting Thank perspective on shamanism. I continue my interview with Matt Toussaint because I thought you perhaps would want to know more about his teacher's experience and how he transitioned into shamanism as well. So here is Matt's explanation about how he understands his teacher transitioned into a wonderful series of experiences, transformed his life so that he could develop the modern shaman. He um, had a spiritual awakening, like, but very kind of drastic, seeing spirits and 
was told by the Spirit that he had to do something along these lines. And, I mean, it was literally through just direct communication with the Spirit world that you have to go here and you have to go to Peru. And so when he was in his, I don't know, he's 23, he, he left and, and went to Peru and ended up staying there and living there for the whole time. And he met um, uh, two master Amazonian shamans who work with the plant medicines. And so he studied and trained with them and then uh, became a master shaman in their lineage. And so he, he became a traditional Amazonian uh, shaman, medicine man. And so in order to, to do that, in order to continue his apprenticeship, he started a, a tour uh, business, like a um, jungle tour business, adventure tours. And that was initially just to support himself so he could stay living in the jungle. And like, so he went to Aikido, so he go to Aikido, then he took another boat ride out to Janeiro Herrera, which is a 24-hour boat ride, and then like another day deeper into the jungle. And he was at the proximity of a, of a, a small collection of families. So there was eight families living in this village, and he lived like on the, like one, he was the last house in this tiny, tiny village, like deep in the Amazon jungle. And so he started this tour business in order to support himself so he could stay living there. And then people started um, expressing a lot of interest in shamanism. And so eventually his his center became a shamanic center only. And so it's Blue Morpha, and that's in Iquitos. Um, and Have so that was there? it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's where I met him. Um, that's where I, uh, you know, kind of started experiencing shamanism firsthand. And just amazing experiences. And over time... Well, first of all, I um, saw that my whole life up until that point was created on a premise that wasn't true. Like my spiritual identity was was was, was false. It wasn't real. It was, it was kind of this, I, know, I guess, a delusion or some kind of fantasy. So I wasn't really in touch with what was really going on. And so that was, or I mean, that right there was like another 100% like awakening for me. It was kind of like another one of those experiences. Um, I dealt with a lot of uh, relationship problems. I had very um, unsatisfying relationships, um, specifically intimate relationships. And it wasn't until I started doing shamanism, starting there and then on through modern shamanism, that I was able to overcome that. And I'm married. <laughs> like, I met my wife. I met her there. So she's a she's a she's a, um, a medical doctor. She's a uh, works in the ER. She's an emergency physician. Nice. So that's her her medicine practice. Does she practice shamanism as well as she, modern medicine without people knowing about the combination? Well, I mean, not really, but she is. I mean, she uses it as a way to to help her, right? But she doesn't practice, you know, shamanism. But shamanism for her is a, a modality that is helping her with her her practice and is helping her with her life, you know, in general. So she wouldn't call herself a shaman. Or anything. Why did she go there? What was she saying? It's really interesting how she ended up there. She was just going for fun. Well, her, her mom actually went there, and her mom had life-changing experiences, and so then she, you know, went with her mom. And it was kind of like, even though it wasn't conscious for her why she was there, she went there to, you know find truth and, and to kind of get onto a path that was really uh, supportive of her, who she really was. And so a lot of changes in her life after 
after going there for the first time that she never would have even considered things that she needed to change. And so which was actually really, really difficult, really difficult. The Amazonian plant medicines, ayahuasca specifically, can be like very challenging. Oh yeah, I mean it, it can be. It can be. It's not for everybody, but it was. It was for me, and um, you know, it wasn't until that experience um, that I was able to fully identify with the shamanic calling. And so, a lot of my um, depression and, and like mental just. Uh, disturbances and, and challenges and just deep, deep, deep frustration and just not knowing what to do and just really confused and just unbelievably dissatisfied with life. Even though I was doing, I was doing good, you know, on the outside, like I was supporting myself, I had an okay job, I went to college, like all that stuff. Was, I wasn't satisfied on any deep level. And then, so the the experience in the Amazon kind of started this within me that not just doing shamanism was what I was there for, but I, w I was there, or I'm sorry, not just to experience shamanism kind of as something to help me, but to actually do it, like as a calling, as a profession, as a practice, as a life. And so that's where that started. And so two years kind of back and forth to the Amazon, and then Hamilton agreed to, to train me. And so now I'm doing a kind of a apprenticeship or a training with him individually, as well as, you know, doing the modern shamanism stuff. And so that has been like, just really tremendous and you know, really life life changing in many many ways. That's fascinating. I hope you enjoy these series of different interviews. This is from the Body Mind Spirit Expo, a collection of vendors and practitioners that try to offer healing and health, both on the mental, physical, and spiritual level. They come from all sorts of different perspectives. And that's my intrigue about human nature. Regardless of the topic and regardless of what a human being is going for, they come from a perspective. They can be skeptical. They can be all-receiving. They can be spiritual. They can be completely atheistic. It doesn't much matter from the standpoint of what they believe, but my curiosity is why, how, and what is the powerful impact on their lives and the lives of those whom they attempt to help. So this is Dr. Carol Francis signing off from yet another diverse collection of individuals. I thank all of them for sharing their stories, their narratives, their truths, and their experiences. And I hope this expands your perspective on both your life and your beliefs, and perhaps that individual sitting right next to you at work, or on the freeway, or in your household. Have the best of days. Take care.